0: Mill. Yummy mummy. Geriatric mum? How the f did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace, and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sawnips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. I'm Sally Wallace, your host. This is my podcast, Shh, and I'm whispering today. I'm whispering okay this is totally different but this is oh fuck my fucking phone's going oh, right, oh there's so much to tell you I don't even know where to start right okay so yes this is going to be different one today usually I am so professional I sit upstairs in my bedroom I pad everything out the load of cushions right and I get like the perfect environment to do a podcast and Um, I think I did, I did actually did a podcast about this a couple of weeks ago. It's fucking impossible. It's impossible for me. Okay. It's literally impossible for me to try and carry on being this fucking perfect because guess what? I'm not. Um, And I usually post this on a Monday morning. The reason why I'm whispering is because I'm in the kitchen of my house. That's why it sounds different. It's very echoey Um, on the breakfast bar on the, um, and roman is gone to sleep in his pushchair cuz he's knackered so i just thought do you know what this is it so tonight if he has an if he has like a 30 minute power nap now um, he won't go to bed till 9:30 o'clock tonight by then i really want to do some exercise because i you know don't get me wrong i know i look hot <laughs> <laughs> but my <laughs> if you've got kids and you don't want to wake your child, you'll know exactly what I'm doing at the moment when I'm trying not to laugh, but I desperately want to laugh, but I just want everybody to be fucking quiet. I'm like, shh, shut up, shut up. Anyway, but then it's telling myself to shut up at the same time as well. But yeah, I wouldn't mind getting on my bike. I've got a Peloton. I wouldn't mind doing some exercise tonight. But if he doesn't go to bed till like 9.30, 10 o'clock, it's game over. I'll just go straight to bed afterwards because I'm so fucking knackered with him. And um, We're having a big shift at the moment, like a really big shift. Um, there's been a leap I believe it's called a Big Leap. So I, we've both noticed it, Scott and I have both noticed it. Um, he's uh, He's got an awful lot of undisturbed sleep. So, uh, sorry, disturbed sleep. So he's, it, ugh, that's how tired I am. I've slept on his floor six days. Out of six days, I've slept on his floor, four of them. Okay, so he's up in the night. I don't know whether he's having nightmares or he's got growing pains. Um, so yeah, that's affecting him. Oh, he's been so constipated. I can't even start to tell you how bad that is as well. So we managed to get some lactulose down him. um, And the evacuation has been quite, um, yeah, quite the achievement. But I don't want to embarrass the little dude. Do you know what I mean? This is going online. When he's 18, people will be listening to this going, could you not shit, Roman? (laughs) So, yeah, he's, I mean, he's fast asleep now. Bless him. Uh, but he's been to gymnastics this morning. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm going to post a picture of just how high Roman can jump. It is unbelievable. Even the women who um, who um run the gymnastics unit are just like, oh, my God, he's got some serious... He can get some serious air. Like, he gets some serious height, Roman can. So, yeah, he's uh, he's knuckled himself out. God, he's so noisy in this kitchen. But I'm not going to apologise. I'm sick of fucking apologising. I'm really... Um, I, I if I didn't do it now, whilst he's having a little power nap, because he's actually in the utility room, so I can see him. So the doors open, I would never get this done. And that would bother me more. So I hope that you don't mind the noise. I'm sure that you'll welcome it. If you're a parent, your house is probably noisier than mine. I guarantee that if you sat there right now, you're probably thinking, Sally, that's nothing you should hear in my house. And do you know what? Thank you. Thank you for making me feel uh, a part of your crew, because it is, you know when you're trying to be quiet and everything, is, and you, you're trying to. When, you know, when you're trying to get shit done, and you want to do it a particular way because that's what we like to do, don't we? We, you know, and that's not just women, but men do it as well. They, if they're going to get things done, they like to do it their own certain way. And then sometimes you've just got to break yourself away from your own control freakiness. And yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm just letting go. I'm just sat down. Honestly, you, I've got a fucking pile of laundry next to me here. I'm going to put a picture on. I'm going to have to. I've got to do the laundry. I've got to do the ironing. But if I don't sit down right now and do this, I'm I'm never gonna do it, so hi. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> right, that's my phone going off in the background. And that is because I am about to move I'm moving phones. I've just bought my god's a fucking massive helicopter overhead now. I'm going from um like one provider to another so I'm changing networks but at the same time I've also bought a brand new phone as well because I cannot hear on my phone I have to have it on loudspeaker I think Roman bit the actual he you know the bit, bit where you can hear I've got an iPhone Um he bit into it and it's got a crack on it and it's never worked since so whenever anybody phones me literally everybody can hear their conversation um so yeah I'm just waiting it just says now that it's going to switch over so I've had this other phone loaded for like three four days now sat in my handbag waiting for everything to switch over so I'm hoping that that's the last text message I get that means I can use my new phone bonus it's amazing right do you know what I really wanted to talk about today is something that you might be able to relate to you probably you might be able to resonate with this a little bit Uh, you might not and that's fine it might just uh, entertain you and that slight little bit and I hope it puts a little smile on your face So um, I don't drink, and I've said this before in a couple of my episodes, right, is I don't drink alcohol. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm a complete teetotaler and I'm not an anti-drinker either, um, it's a choice. I decide not to drink. And oh, another thing is I didn't have a drink problem, which is what a lot of people said, um, which I found a bit fucking cheeky, to be honest. With you. Don't get me wrong. If I did have a drink problem, I'd hope people would be a bit more sympathetic than that. But um, yeah, I found out that when like old friends, should we say, because like, I've not drunk for, well, since I was 30. I stopped drinking since when I was about 30. Um, I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, yeah, and I found out that like a couple of got old friends from years ago were like, oh, yeah, well, she was fucking hammering it, wasn't she? So it's not surprising. She had a bit of a problem. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, do you know what? That's fine. That's their shit to deal with. It's not mine. The reason why I don't drink, and this is quite an interesting one, is because I was a smoker and I fucking loved smoking. Like, I really loved smoking. Now, if you are a smoker or you used to smoke, I don't like vaping, by the way. I'm not into that. Um, you you might be able to relate to this. That's what I'm saying. You might be able to get this Uh, because I, um, well, God, I mean, I must have been about 28, 29 and the smoking ban came in. Um, Are you old enough to the point where you used to be able to smoke in a bar and a pub and you could smoke in a nightclub? Well, yeah, you'll you'll get this. If you've never smoked in a bar before or a club, you'll be like, well, the fuck you can't. You used to smoke in pubs. (laughs) (laughs) do you know when I was younger I used to find it hilarious this is when I used to smoke I said God can you believe that people used to smoke in the cinema and seriously people did used to smoke in the cinema I remember being a kid Oh, my God, I can't remember what we went to see. Something. I think it was My Girl with Macaulay Culkin. And you used to have to ask for the smoking or non-smoking area. And there must have been about 11 or something like that. I think we'll have non-smoking with kids. Um, but, yeah, there's people smoking. It's the same fucking room. You could smell it anyway. It used to stink. But, yeah, the people would be smoking in the cinema. You used to be able to smoke on planes. I was about 16 and you could smoke on a plane. Because I remember going to stay with my dad in Dubai when he was working out there. And, um, there was a guy who came and sat in the non smoking part of the plane having a fag. Um, and he had to get moved. But I can't believe he used to smoke on planes. You could fucking smoke anywhere. I mean, I was a radio presenter. I didn't realize that you used to be able to smoke in the studio. <laughs> My dad was telling me this is brilliant <laughs> that in the seventies, you could smoke at your office desk. He said, Oh, yes, we used to smoke at the office desk all the time like madmen. <laughs> I thought it was great. Anyway, so yeah, I used to smoke and I practiced smoking. When this the, when the smoking ban came in that was to me was, do you know what? I really liked going out at the time. I really liked going out and I liked having a drink. I liked having a cigarette. So to me, alcohol and cigarettes went hand in hand. That's how it was. So it was almost like, if I'm going out, I'm going to get pissed. I've got to have a packet of fags. I've already told plenty of story about how I used to smoke like 30 on a night out or 40 or buy three packets of fags on a night out. So it was probably 60. Oh, fucking hell. I'm not going down there. Um, uh, if you haven't you need to listen I think it's like episode two you've got to listen to one of my episodes about cigarette machines it's just brilliant I, I quite frankly I made myself laugh and that's not a bad thing um oh, there's nothing i tell you if you can't find yourself funny then you fucked so I am um, Yeah, I used to smoke and drink. And at the time, I used to love a glass of red wine and a cigarette or a coffee. Oh, my God, a coffee and a fag. That was amazing. That would set my day off. A coffee and a fag used to set my day off. And then if I was going out, I'd have cigarettes and alcohol. I mean, this is when I used to go into a bar. I think it was like Revolution. I was living in Newcastle because I quit drinking when I left Newcastle. And we would probably had a few drinks. This is way before people go, do you want a Prosecco? Do you want a P-Sec? No, I never did that. Mine was, you have a vodka? before we go out. We're a vodka before we go out. So I'd buy a bottle of vodka before we went out. We'd probably have a couple of vodkas getting ready and getting makeup on and everything. Not that that was a big effort back then. And then um, we used to go straight to Vodka Revolution um, and go straight in there. And I'd go, yeah, I'll have a triple, I mean a triple, a triple vodka and Diet Coke, please. Um, and I'll have a shot of pear drop vodka as well. That's four fucking vodkas in one go. That was my first drink, four vodkas. That was just a little tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, shut up. <laughs> so I used to have four vodkas to get me started. I mean, that's fucking dangerous, isn't it? Because then you say, go on, I don't feel pissed yet. Then i get onto a trip. Uh, double. I'll tell you what, I'll have a double next. Oh, bollocks. Hang on a second. Everything's... I hope this is still recording. What's happening is, as I'm talking right now, my phones are switching over and they're picking up on the iPad as well. No word of mouth. <laughs> they're picking up on the, not the iPad, the, um, my iMac and, um, it's loading up my iCloud. Ah fuck it let's just keep going so where was I yeah right so smoking um yes you'd have a triple to begin with and a shot of pair drop and then straight after that you go down to the doubles and then if you really felt a bit weak you'd have a single but you'd probably be shit-faced within half an hour I mean that was dangerous um and then obviously you'd smoke at the same time but what I'm trying to say is is that I would I decided that when it was like you can't smoke in a pub anymore. I just thought, well, that's, that's game over for me because I really like having a cigarette and I really liked having a drink. And I was no way was you going to catch me standing outside in the freezing cold or in the piss wet rain just to go for a fag and leave my drink inside. No, that was never happening. So I was hitting about 28, 29 at the time and I made a conscious decision then if I'm going to pack in smoking. I'm going to have to quit drinking because they just go hand in hand together for me. And I thought every time I like to have a drink, I love to have a cigarette. And if I was having a cigarette, I enjoyed having a drink. So that was it. It was game over. Both of them just went completely. Now, there was loads of little sort of sneaky, snidey comments, like I said earlier, that were made about certain friends that I was socializing with at the time. Um, But isn't it interesting, though? when you change your own scripts, how it affects other people, because you're not doing what you're supposed to in their script. So it's almost like you've changed the narrative in their script. So I suddenly became miserable. Oh, am I really? Oh, I'm miserable now. Because I don't drink, I'm miserable. Um Or uh, a bore. Oh, she's a bit boring, Sally. She doesn't drink. Oh, you don't drink, do you? No, I don't. All right. Okay. And I got excluded from a lot of stuff as well, which is really interesting. So that, again, made me change. I changed friends. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't like a conscious, like childhood, sort of like, well, I'm not hanging around with you anymore. <laughs> you fucking Peppa Pig. When she's horrible to Susie, you're not my best friend. No, it wasn't like that. It was just like, OK, that's fine. I, I understand where my place is here. Uh, I know where I want to be and where I don't want to be. And this is where I'm going. So, yeah, so I, I ended up, uh, I, I think it's healthy, by the way, to change friends if it's not working for you. I think that's really healthy and I don't think enough people do it. I think too many people stay friends with people because they feel they have to or they feel sorry for somebody or they feel guilty. No, that's not how I roll. Um, like and do you know what? I used to, don't get me wrong, but you have to remember I'm in my 40s now and I hate to say it, but it's nothing to do with just because you're forty you suddenly fucking mature and you know everything. You don't. It's the fact that I've worked on myself for years and my self-development for years. And actually, I'm really aware that certain people don't like the way that I make myself feel when I'm with them. So therefore, that's it. Change it. i change the narrative. So yeah. So when I packed in smoking and drinking, I'll never forget. Um, it was interesting actually how my family behaved around me because I used to get nicknamed um, Patsy from Ab Fab. Whenever I used to go home, I'd be pissed all the time, smoking in my mum's back garden. Oh, Sally, Slack Alice she is. She's just like, Slack Alice, where the fuck's that come from? I don't know, but that was one of Sandra's favourite things that I was a piss can and a slag. And all of a sudden I stopped smoking and drinking and it was like, oh, go on, Sally, have a drink. No, I don't really want one, thanks. Oh, go on, don't be miserable. Oh, boring. Oh, fucking hell, do you know what? I can't keep you happy, love. And then when my mum realised, actually, I was quite happy... She shut up. (laughs) Gotta love Sandra though. Because Sandra is, um, my mum can't handle a drink at all. Oh my God, that's another episode in itself. I'll have to tell you about that one later. So yeah, so where am I getting to with this? Right, I'll get there, I promise you. You, But I just needed to set the scene and kind of like just introduce you to what's gone on. Um, And the reasons why I don't drink. So yeah, so um, don't get me wrong. In the sort of 15 years that I decided to stop really hammering it, I I think I've been pissed about twice. I can actually count on my hands. Yeah, I've been pissed twice in that 15 years. I don't enjoy the hangovers anymore. I can't handle the hangovers anymore. Um, And therefore, now I've got a family, I want to be really sort of present. So if I was going out and getting pissed on a Saturday night, the Sunday would just be game over for me with Roman and do you know what I love those days with him because his dad's off work and it's mint so it it just wouldn't work for me at all um when was the last time I had a drink 2019 I think I mentioned this actually on another podcast on another episode so I think it was 2019 in December I actually remember the last time I had a drink um but this is the reason why I'm telling you this is somebody has invited Scott and I out well loosely should we say we weren't invited and then it was this kind of conversation of oh well I, I didn't I didn't invite you in scott because i thought you didn't drink anyway oh right okay so because we don't drink that means that we're not eligible to go out on a night out what a load of shit who fucking says that but this is this is oh sorry he's moving no it's okay i'm all right (laughs) I feel really naughty doing this in the kitchen. (laughs) It's great. But yeah, basically it was a conversation that's been had where there was something that happened, like an event that happened with uh, sort of people that we knew. And it was like, well, we didn't invite you in Scott because Scott doesn't drink either. Scott doesn't drink. He'll have a couple of beers every now and again, but he's not the sort of Scott. In fact, I've never seen, I've seen Scott drunk twice in 14 years that we've been together. We just don't enjoy it. We just don't enjoy it. Um, and it was, yeah, there was a conversation that was had where it was, we didn't invite you and Scott. I don't need to mention these people, it's fine. Because um, you don't drink and we didn't think you'd really enjoy it. But it's almost like, so you don't drink so you're a pair of miserable bastards. Or we wouldn't put our hand in our pocket. Now, they didn't say that, but they didn't need to. First of all, Everyone who knows me, like my close friends, will know for a fact that I'm the first one to the bar, regardless of whether I'm going to buy an alcoholic drink or not, and I will always buy a round of drinks. Secondly, I'm the first one to get on the dance floor sober. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I am not. Do you know what? This is the reason why we weren't invited. It's because somebody was conscious that we would be sober, they would be shit-faced, and therefore we would obviously remember everything and look at them in a fucking pissed up mess and didn't want to feel embarrassed. Well, guess what? I'm not bothered about feeling embarrassed. I don't do embarrassed. Most people think I'm a dick anyway, and I like to make a bit of a twat of myself on a daily basis. I've got bogey on my top at the moment, which I didn't realise. I walk around most days with my clothes inside out. And in fact, my knickers. I am not in the slightest bit fucking arse, but I am so comfortable within myself that I don't need to get shit faced anymore to go on the dance floor, to go and get a round of drinks in. And, and to be fair, even if I was pissed, I wouldn't care what anybody thought of me anyway, because I can handle my drink. <laughs> Seriously, I've. And if you don't drink, you're probably thinking, fuck, this happens to me. It is so interesting that when you don't drink, it's amazing what other people, the hang ups that they have. I don't have a hang up. Invite me out. I'm a fucking laugh, me. But it's almost <laughs> honest, it's interesting that that other people have more of a problem with it than what I do. Oh, yeah, but you'll be bored. Why will I be bored? Are you on about? I sit on a fucking microphone and talk to myself twice a week on a podcast. (laughs) I'm not boring. I'm great fun. It is so interesting. So so interesting, because it's got nothing to do with me. But I've realised that me being there, being sober, makes other people feel uncomfortable. What are you worried about? What are you going to say? What are you going to do in front of me that you're <laughs> you're afraid of? It's 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 just ridiculous. It's anyway, I don't. We don't fucking hang around with these people anyway. To be fair, but it just if you are a non-drinker you'll you'll completely understand where I'm coming from and you'll probably have stories of your own as well where people have excluded you or labeled you as being oh well she had a bit of a problem or she's a bit boring now and I just think do you know what fuck off it's absolutely none of their business it's got nothing to do with them and it's a choice it's a choice whether you want to have a drink or not do you know the funny thing is right we have got a massive drinks cabinet in our house (laughs) we have I think I've got like four oh, pims. Don't get me started on pims. Pims in the summer is marvelous, right? But we just don't have the back garden for it at the moment. Um, but I think I've got like four bottles of pims, some bottles of champagne. I just don't drink it. That's all it is. And another thing is, is that I don't have alcohol ready to drink in the house. So if somebody comes around um, and they're, you know, sort of like, oh, if you've got any beer, no. I don't do you want a cup of tea. I, I don't keep boo, booze in the house to drink like that. No, I've got pims. Would you like pims? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting lemonade though. <laughs> I just don't have it in the house. I don't know why. Is that, I mean, that that's something that I've just never thought of. I've never thought of just buying booze in just for the sake of it. So um, yeah, you know, when people come to ours, it's a diet coke, Vimto, or a cup of tea. <laughs> i tell you what though it's, it's um it's amazing when you do get a really good mate who knows that you don't drink and is happy for you to go out and like, I'm fucking hell I'll drive do you know what I mean I'll, I'll drop everyone off and pick them all up but I mean I genuinely mean it like I will literally be the first one on the dance floor I like I don't care um it doesn't bother me in the slightest bit I don't need I, there was a time in my life where I really did need to have a drink to have more confidence and I'm not afraid to say that and I, and I don't I'm not embarrassed either um there was a part of me back then it was very i was very shy and very nervous about certain things and so when i went out i was i used to get pissed to to give myself a bit of dutch courage or confidence but actually when you get a grip of that sober pff, it's it's effortless then you can say or do what you want to do and actually you you'll you remember it as well not really not if you've got sleep deprivation you don't remember a fucking thing that you're doing <laughs> when you're tired (laughs) I said this the other day to a friend when you're tired it takes you to a whole new level of asshole doesn't it if you've not listened to episode 38 I think you should definitely have a listen now um what was i saying yeah my friend one of my friends is um she she does enjoy a drink but you know the beauty is when you go round to her house she goes right i'm gonna have a glass of wine are you having a brew and i think oh you fucking legend yes i'd love a cup of tea thank you and that to me is just mint no questions nothing asked but it's it's interesting it is interesting that obviously now i've got roman and i meet lots of new people all the time and i meet lots of new mums as well and I've got friends who have a glass of wine at night. I've got friends who absolutely love getting out at the girls and going and get shit-faced. No judgment here. I, I, I wouldn't judge anybody. No questions asked here. Funny, though, that I get questions as, oh, why don't you drink then? Oh, so why don't you drink then? Oh, so what's going on there then? And so, yeah, isn't it strange? It's a really different one. But guess what? I'm not going to start drinking uh just because I need to fit in anywhere. That's not going to happen. I like I said, I don't enjoy it. And the funny thing is, right... Is I used to be a big vodka drinker, but I don't know whether it's maturity or my palate has definitely changed, but I prefer gin. I'm a real gin drinker. So if we do go out um and there is an opportunity for me to have a gin, I'll always have a Hendrix gin. Oh my God, I love it. I've got it in the cupboard here. A Hendrix, a Hendrix and Slimline tonic with a shitload of ice, um, cucumber and some lime. That to me, yeah, I'm quite happy with that one. Um But I don't, like, I don't crave, like, drink or alcohol at the weekend. That's not me. It's, I have, yeah, I I didn't, I I can't even fucking speak. (laughs) i did that a lot in my 20s well do you know what i've gone off on a little bit on this subject i never thought it was going to be this long i've rather enjoyed myself though to be honest with you i can't do a long one today anyway because obviously i've got roman asleep there i'm whispering away here and i've got to crack on with things I, i can't let him have more than half an hour otherwise that's it game over for me tonight do you know what following on from last um the last episode that i did which is about sleep deprivation the amount of mums who have messaged me just saying oh my god i this is totally rung home with me because I'm like being knackered and just doing the most weirdest shit and like trying to divorce your husband all the time because you're just totally fucking this game over you're just tired um Rachel who's a lovely lady actually she's got twins she's got three kids she's got an older son and then she's got little twin little boys identical twin boys she messaged me and said that she really related to the the last podcast that I did because she really has been struggling with sleep deprivation to the point where she actually put the kettle back in the fridge instead of the milk. And do you know what? I posted it on social media. And then she also, wait for this one, tried to get in the front door and started losing her shit when she realised she was trying to get in with the car key and not the front door key. <laughs> That's knackered. That's knackered right there. Tell me you're knackered without telling me you're knackered. Look at the fucking key. <laughs> Right. Listen, you have a great week, won't you? I'm so glad I got this. I'm Honestly, I'm so, so glad that I got the chance to do this today because I would have been so gutted if I'd missed an episode. But it just goes to show that if you really want to do something, you'll do it. And the crazy thing is, is you just got a kind of this. This is me. This is what I've realized is there is no perfect. It's perfect bollocks. That's what really exists. It's just perfect bullshit because there's me trying to make things perfect in my podcast. I'm like, oh, look at me with a podcast and I'm juggling trying to have IVF again. And I've got a a little baby at home and I juggle the whole household by myself and I'm so fucking perfect. Oh, fuck off. It's bollocks. It's absolute bollocks. And this is where I have to stop looking at certain Instagram accounts because I'm just like, how the fuck do they do that? How the hell do they look like, you know, they've got the perfect contouring. They've got fabulous abs. Their ass looks amazing. And they're juggling three kids. No. I can't do that no and do you know what I'm, I'm not here to compete I'm not here to compete I'm just here to hopefully give you a little bit of a smile on your face every day something that you can relate to as well and you want to get a guest speakers on something that makes you think oh I've learned something different today oh marvellous and champion yourself a bit that's one thing we don't do very well as women just because we're not achieving great things we're not influencers um you know, we, we, don't, we don't have these fucking high power jobs that are making seven, six figures a year and we're not doing all the X, Y, Z and everything. We still don't champion ourselves about the little things. These little things we still need to be so chuffed about. Chuffed about the fact that we've got up in the morning and had a shower and we're still juggling the kids and everything. You know, Chuffed about the fact that you've not put the kettle in the fridge um, or that you've actually used the front door key for once. You know, just these little things that we need to talk more about, I think, as women, just to make you to the realize that actually, do you know what? We're fucking winning. We're okay. Right, have a fantastic few days i'm gonna be back on thursday fuck knows where i'm gonna be recording the next episode <laughs> watch this space welcome to the downstairs Lou. <laughs> hey do you know what don't joke <laughs> it's actually quite quiet in the loo as well and rather comfy especially the downstairs one right look after yourself when you if you are on social media reach out to me drop me a message I absolutely love getting messages from people that are new and have found the podcast you can find me with at adventures of a geriatric mum on instagram at adventures of a geriatric mum on facebook as well And in whatever platform you listen on, if you like what you hear, you've come back for a couple more episodes. Thank you for taking the time to come and find me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back and listening even more. Um, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the support as well. And I've had some lovely messages as well from people who've just started listening recently. Um, and I, I, yeah, it puts a big smile on my face and I hope I do the same to you as well. Right. Take care and I'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum, where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.